Ladies and gentlemen, we extend a warm welcome to all of you tuning into Mood Killers. I am Eddie, joined by my trusted companion Marconi. Now, can I get ask ready you this? for captivating I, conversations? I just have to ask that you will this: stir your thoughts. The term "tune yes. in" that is a radio term, but if somebody's listening to the podcast, how do they tune in? You know what tune I mean? Tune into the podcast. Just oh, do it. Okay. We are about to evoke deep emotions and perhaps <laughs> even bring a tear to your eye. Oh, God. All while ensuring that our dialogue is infused with carefully crafted moments of laughter. Uh, that uh, intro brought to you again by Artificial Intelligence. Wow. It's, but yes. It's better every time. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do, what I've been doing, this is going to be an ongoing joke because anytime I open the show, what I'm doing is I'm taking the paragraph from the previous time I opened the show and I'm having AI just rewrite it. And I'm wondering how many times it can rewrite this and how long before it just deteriorates into nonsense. Uh, and I think it's it, starting to get it, there. That didn't happen <laughs> in the first one. I mean, come on. <laughs> yes. Oh. Captivating conversations that will stir your thoughts, evoke deep emotions, <laughs> bring a tear to your eye. Oh. <laughs> oh. Choke Ridiculous. on your own Ridiculous. emotions. Yes. That's right. Well, there's a lot coming up on Mood Killers. Marconi, we are constantly having people poke their fingers into our pockets, taking our hard-earned money mm. from lemonade stand theft to artists overcharging for concerts. Whoa. We have it all coming up in our new financial segment called Where My Money At. <laughs> all right. I can't wait. Uh, and also, Eddie, uh, what's the best thing anyone has ever said to you on a train? I will, uh, <laughs> I will tell you uh, something fantastic someone said to me on uh, the L, when I would take the L, in Chicago. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of people on there. It's a weird thing. And I used to take the L every single day to work at a place called the NBC Tower. And um, it was it was a lot of fun. But, man, I mean, you could write entire movies on just the characters you meet and see on the train. And yeah. I'll uh, tell you a little bit about and, that uh, coming up in my Marconi yeah. logs. Train stranger advice is the most valuable advice to it. You always remember it, too, for oh, some yeah. reason. And it always seems to be advice that is very profound for some reason. And uh, speaking of advice, if you need help changing the oil in your lawnmower, maybe you simply <laughs> need a good legal defense to get out of a felony charge, we'll be uh, your companions and help you out with Ask Mood Killers. Now, is that written by so AI? send us your questions. Uh, that, uh, that little, no, I wrote that one. Oh, uh, the, okay. The yeah, okay. See, I like that. The, I was going to say, that one is actually good. Yeah. And you, I know you wrote that yeah. one. You write that one in every episode that we do when you intro the show. And I like it. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, obviously it, we're. It just helps us out with the very, very first part. And uh, <laughs> again, I just want to see how long it takes before that deteriorates into like just me going. How many times can it rewrite something? Oh, we'll find I out. Can't wait. White bread. Ugh. Go to bed. <laughs> Send us your questions for Ask Mood Killers. We'll answer your questions later on in the program. It's moodkillers at stayinal.com. All this and more on the only show where hope goes to die. Killers. <laughs> All right, give us a call. 
if you want, or text us. Do it now. 833. Hi, uh, it's me. Oh, you wanted number. me to throw, you wanted me to do. <laughs> See, I well, thought I, we, I paused just in case t- Taylor would pop in. I, don't I know thought if you wanted to, to do it because last time I uh, was a royal screw up on yeah. my part. I was, uh, I no, butted okay. in I, it, on your thing. Not a screw up. And I felt like, wow, I really uh, screwed the pooch on this one. Eddie's never going to want to go to me when it's, you know, something very important to the show. I think I thought I had it. Wait, wait, now I don't. Now I can't find it. What? Well, that's okay. Oh well, well oh, Taylor. Uh, well, I, I'm terribly sorry. That's a. It's an odd. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I do have it. Hold on. Just don't. Eight three three. Hi, hi, it's me. Or eight three three. That's what we're looking for, right? Her saying <laughs> hi, yeah. it's me. Wait, eight three three. It's not this one. Hey yo. No, that's not it. Oh. Hey yo. No, I wish that was our number. That'd be great. Eight three three. Hey yo. Oh well. Either <laughs> yeah. way, if, Anyways, if you get it's it, it's fine. Eight three three. Hi, it's yeah. me. Right. That's the number. Call, text, 833-HI. It's me. We always love to hear from you. We're also on social media. Mood killers. Come say hi. Especially our, <laughs> our Instagram. It's beautiful. It's mm. on fire. Oh, We're yeah. posting a lot of hot clips on there. The show. <laughs> yes. Share them with your friends. All right, uh, Marconi, people are always poking their fingers into our pockets, trying to find a little bit of money in there, and we don't invite those fingers Tired in our of pockets. It. And it's it's really getting annoying because everywhere you go, the prices of things are going up. People and and families are struggling. So I mean, I thought it used to be you financial. could get a, you could get some feet yeah. pics uh, on OnlyFans like five dollars. Now they want like you know what thirty five dollars. Oh, inflation! Right. It's is, not like there's more everywhere. toes. You know what I mean? Come I on. I know, I know. Well, let's uh, let's cover what's happening in the world of money with where my money at. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, so I know that, so where my money at, by the way, will also help you save some money on this segment. I was hoping you so would have some, uh, elaborate intro, like where's my money? Where's my money at? Ooh, ooh. <clears throat> but you know, I was that's... hoping I would too, but uh, I, uh, AI yeah, I couldn't create I, I, that, apparently, I guess I literally, <laughs> uh, came up with this segment just as I was walking into the studio. Oh, wow. Ago, so. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> So here's a, here's something that you could uh, do if you want to save some money. If you if you buy a, a mattress from Costco, this woman went on TikTok and she said that she bought a mattress at Costco, used it for two years, and then she learned that Costco has a very, uh, let's just say, lenient return policy. Oh. So she brought this two-year mattress back to Costco. Oh. And uh, they gave her money for it after she slept in it for two years. They said uh, they'll take it back. So she can get a new mattress as long as there's no sweat stains. Oh, and and apparently there were no sweat stains, so, so she, they took it back. So do you think they're reselling that mattress? Do they suck the the <laughs> goo out of it or whatever, yeah. and then here you go. Here's a gently used mattress at a discounted price. Here you go. Like, I, That's my question too, because why are they concerned with the sweat stains if they're not going to be repurposing this mattress? Disgusting. Right. This woman slept on it for two years. I actually I I can't have a problem with this. Ooh. You know, you can't why? just buy things. And then return them in 16 years and get money back, you know. Well, you unless know, unless it's defective. I mean, I guess it's a better option. I, I uh, you know, a friend of mine's uh, show, his producer, bought a bed from a lady from a guy who had died in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I guess wow. I, I guess I'd rather uh, have this lady 16. And but the, the thing is, that 16 years you're supposed to change your mattress out every 10 years. So, 
I mean, okay, 16 years. years. It's, so they should just put that in the incinerator. Yeah, I guess. I don't, right. Weird. Every 10 years, I could just, you know, throw the mattress in the back of the uh, back of the pickup truck and bring it over to Costco and say, it's your problem now. Give me my money back. Sir, you don't even that, go here. That, what, what do you, where's your, <laughs> you, you, you didn't even buy that here. I don't care. Take it. Sir, you don't even have a Costco membership. What are Sir, you Sir, this here? is a Wendy's. Marconi, uh, everyone is getting tired of spending money and having things happen to their finances, like dipping into savings accounts just to survive and make ends meet. I'm spending way too much on oat milk. Of it. Just uh, thought yeah. I'd let you know. <laughs> Absolutely. That's why we would talk about uh, all these things on this brand new segment of Mood Killers. <laughs> it's called Where My Money At. Yeah, where is it right? at? Uh, you two fans are saying where my money at mm. after they're saying that uh, they were sold tickets for the U2 Las Vegas residency costing more than $500, these tickets. Yeah. And some of these $500 tickets had obstructed views. Ooh, oh, no. How do you get a... You can't, a, pay, you can't pay $500 for an obstructed view. I'm honestly... So like a giant pillar I don't, in the venue or something. I don't understand. <laughs> so it, the U2 is doing a Vegas uh, red, residency. I yeah. didn't know that, first of all. And... um I can't believe people are still, I mean, I have nothing against U2. They're just not my favorite band. I don't think about them in a way like a destination. No. On, I need to see this band live. I have seen them. They are good live, but I was good. I saw them. Uh, they're a fine band to me. Yeah. To me, they're just kind of like, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. they're cool. I mean, I, I get that they have, uh, people love U2. Yeah. I get it. Sure. I, I just, I, I feel the same way. Take it or leave it. Yeah. You know? If so, if somebody invited me to a U two show, they had an extra ticket. I honestly probably would rather stay home and, and go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, you would. Probably. You would stay home and you would go white bread. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but then it wouldn't. But it wouldn't be a violent no. It would just be like ah, you know, I kind of wanted to catch up on the show. You have a great time. You would say, you shut up, fine band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, whatever. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Speaking of uh, people feeling ripped off at uh, with concert tickets, Morgan. Uh, is it Waylon? It's Waylon. It's how you say his name, right? Not Wallen. Or is it, or is it Morgan Wallen? Anyways. Not a fan of that guy. guy. Uh, go on record. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I remember uh, his SNL debut. He refused to wear a mask, and then he got COVID, and then he wouldn't go on, and then he said some racist stuff, and then everybody forgave him, and you uh -huh. know he's on the radio everywhere, and it's kind of annoying. I don't know, but uh, what, else know. Is, what else is he doing? I get well, he canceled some shows, and an angry fan uh, is so upset about this that this angry fan has filed a lawsuit against Morgan. Oh, God. Uh, and <laughs> for canceling his show. Imagine being into that uh, guy so much that you decided you're gonna. the only option is I have to sue him. That's, to, that's, that's the kind of people of putting him you? on the map, by the way. You know? <laughs> that's the, right. That's the kind of fan you're looking at. Yeah, and this guy's a fan, and he's suing <laughs> more. Like, if you're, say, Taylor Swift had to cancel a show and you had tickets, would you sue her? Taylor Allison like, Swift uh, has only canceled one show in her entire career in 15 years. So, what happened? I would be, I think she had laryngitis or something. She couldn't sing. Okay. So, she had no choice. And you've seen her. How many lawsuits are we talking? Zero. You, you've seen her. Uh, <laughs> perform in three-hour shows, two of them at least, on this Eras tour in pouring torrential rains, and uh, mm. and, and um, this this guy, I don't know what's going on with him, but 
Get out there and perform, dude. Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, uh, where my money at continues here. The fleecing <laughs> yes. of uh, the fleecing of America doesn't only affect adults. It also affects children. No. Uh, an eight-year-old boy's lemonade stand was robbed. Oh. Uh, someone took $150. I don't know why I'm laughing. Little Johnny. It's terrible. This this lemonade stand was pretty lucrative, though. Uh, he had 150 bucks. Someone stole that and ran off with two scooters. What? And the suspect is still on the loose. Oh, I, so. It's probably one of those neighborhood kids. You know what I mean? They're uh, they're rascals. He probably his competition. He uh, is outselling them on his corner, and so they're like, you know what? I'm going to do a big distraction. I'm going to seal his scooters and then a bunch of his money, and then he'll uh, go out of business, and then I win. So it's all right. a plan. Maybe that's it, what it was. Maybe it was competition. It's like a mob move. And I, I, I didn't know that uh, the mob infiltrated lemonade stands. I'm going to think crazy. maybe it's the parents that got involved. You know what I mean? Maybe it's ah. rival parents. The kids probably didn't care. They were just like, I'll sell some lemonade. This will be fun. But the parents are like, you can't let him win. Get out there and sell more. Or we're going to have to, you know, steal something, you know, g- cheat on it or something. I, I don't think know. This is the like a great idea for a movie starring Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. <laughs> and they're like I can't wait. Yes. rival parents yes. with <laughs> rival lemonade stands. What are we doing here? Let's go pitch this idea. Let's go write this. I'm gonna have AI write this right now. <laughs> Eddie, it's time for some of my most intimate thoughts. Welcome to the Marconi Logs, where I give oh, you yeah. some ideas that I've uh, you know written down previously and uh i offer them here for your enjoyment thank you or disapproval whichever it might be i think we're amongst friends but who knows um here's one eddie the easiest way to woo a girl and i'm sure you've experienced this is to show up to her door with a loaf of garlic bread I mean, Actually, I didn't know that. I've been I've been doing plain white bread, and, and now I know why I haven't ha- been having much oh, success. Oh so yes, you. yeah. That's that's when you yeah. learned white bread. Go to bed. <laughs> you learned yeah. that, and you stopped doing it. After that's that. me. That's me trying to seduce in that clip. <laughs> white bread. Go to bed. That's right. Um, here's yeah. another one, Eddie. I don't know what's funnier: the fact that my new broom came with instructions, or the fact that I actually read them. <laughs> Sweep, sweep. You know, because, I mean, if you order a a broom off of, like, Amazon, it comes in pieces and you have to screw them all together, you know? Oh, yeah. So I I thought they were... I thought the instructions were showing how to actually sweep. That'd be kind of funny. (laughs) Like a video. (laughs) Like, you you scan a QR code off your screen, and then it takes (laughs) you to a video of how to sweep. (laughs) Right, and it's, like, a 20-minute long corporate instructional video. Yeah, yes. I will say, if you're going to get a broom, and I didn't uh, plan on coming here today to talk about brooms, but here we are. Uh, if you're going to get a broom, get the kind that comes with the uh, the dustpan with the handle on it, you know, the that you can just, and you can click them together. It's life-changing. Yeah. You know how many times you have to bend over if you don't get the, the kind that, with the handle on it? It's ridiculous. Get the damn handle. It is. Do yourself Get a favor. The damn handle. It's almost throw away. I want I want to do uh, why don't we invite all listeners to the radio station <laughs> with their old broom 
We'll throw it in a pile. We'll throw get it. rid of it. And then uh, yeah. we'll invite everybody at the same time to go on Amazon all at once and order a new broom. But it'll be just, a groundbreaking I'll, I'll, you know, event. The local uh, media will be here. I'm considered an influencer on Amazon for some reason. <laughs> I'll just post it in my favorites what the broom you should get. So there you go. Yeah. And then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll what? We'll have a dust off. We'll call it the dust off. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I can't wait for it. Uh, yeah. Eddie, uh, my Marconi logs. That's what we're talking about here. We got sidetracked as usual. Lamest radio stunt ever, by the way. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I think uh, I've heard what other shows are doing, and that's Listen, pretty get, damn good. At, you, know, you know, we're not we're not eating uh, random <laughs> foods on Tuesdays or whatever. We got to have some kind of a lame bit. Let's do it the dust off. Yeah. Uh, bringing bringing your old bring your old brooms to the radio station, <laughs> folks. Uh, uh, clean sweep. Here we go. Um, no, there Eddie. we go. Clean sweep. Call it that. <laughs> um, Eddie, want to feel old? Of course you don't. Have a great day. <laughs> well, the internet. Have you ever noticed, like any platform, whatever? They always like say, "Here's a toy. If you remember this toy, you're old." Or, you know, in the comments. Show us uh, the the your favorite toy growing up, without you know like with an emoji or whatever it is, a picture, and then like yeah like they always tell you be careful don't share your data. Well, what are you doing? You're sharing your data there. Uh, this is my favorite toy growing up. And then then the internet knows you love big wheels. I mean that's uh you don't want you don't want that out there. <laughs> you are right though. I am tired of people saying that. Oh, you want, hey, you want to feel old? <laughs> yeah. Did you know that uh, Double Dare came out fifty years ago? No, on Nickelodeon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, why did you do that to me? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. This song. Didn't ask for that. Was it thirty years ago? You know the song from your childhood. Oh God. Well, I'm sharing with you my most intimate thoughts. These are my Marconi logs. Here's another one that I wrote down, Eddie. A uh, person sitting next to me on the plane, nervously. Uh, how often do planes crash? Me. <laughs> Usually just the once. I like to comfort if I can, you know, when I'm, somebody's on a flight and they're nervous. You're sitting next to a nervous, yeah, nervous flyer. Yeah, I, I gonna... don't. I just, I, I pretend like the person doesn't exist, and I just. Kind oh. Of, they, they, I, I put on my my earbuds and then I turn up the music really loud and then I just give them my barf bag and try to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, you just hand them your barf when they ask you questions. Yeah. A barf bag comes out. <laughs> I just, I just, I just hand. And, and that, that's a good trick to get out of any conversation on an airplane. Just hand that person your barf bag. And no barf is in it, just a clean bag. Like it's a, basically yeah. you're asking, handing them a plastic sack. Right. <laughs> it's and very nice. Saying, yeah, what's coming out of your mouth right now is, is barf. You. Oh, I get. Yeah. See, now I get it. Now I connect it. I'll, uh, sometimes uh -huh. you have to explain to me the things. Um, uh, it's it's really wasn't that great. So, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Well, no, Eddie, uh, here's another one from my Marconi logs. Can you uh -huh. teach a self cleaning oven to do the rest of the house? You know, I mean. <laughs> Uh, and by the way, I don't know why I have a brand new oven in my apartment. It doesn't have a self-cleaning tab on it. So I guess I got to do the work and I've done You're it. You're the self, I guess. I don't, I yeah. don't like it. And, you know, and then I'm afraid to like put foil, you know, so, you know, those old ladies that put the foil on the bottom. I, I'm yeah. terrified that that'll catch on fire. I don't know why it's foil, yeah. but uh, yeah. it seems dangerous. So I don't do that. 
And so then, you I know, I just don't like that either. Yeah, that's got to affect the cooking, uh, I would think. And somehow. I got to, uh, I got to, um, you know, get one of those pizza bricks. So, because that's the main thing. Yes, that gets the, the goo stone. in my yeah the oven. Because what happens is, you know, they the most frozen pizzas call for just shove it in there on the rack. And then you I know, hate that. Then the pe- then the cheese falls off every time, and then it it all yeah. Then it gets all crusty on the bottom. I hate it. And I don't yeah. And then and then you've got to go in there with some kind of I don't know chemical. The only thing that'll get it off is like harsh chemicals, and you got to smoke bomb your house for a couple of days. <laughs> you know, you got to uh-huh. stay stay in a neighboring hotel. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I worry more about my cats than myself. I've got an iron lung. Who cares? Um, here's another one from my Marconi logs. Imagine your life revolving solely around napping and snap. Oh, imagine your life revolving solely around a napping and snacking schedule and still being mad all the time. Get it together, toddlers. I mean, come on. And, you know, rich people who live off their, a, a trust fund. I mean, you know what I mean? Like when you see celebrity children, and you're like, hey, there's nothing wrong with them being talented. That's great. Good for them. But they don't have to work a nine to five to pay their rent. You know, they're not out there, uh, you know, with multi gigs because they have to. They're like, right. hey, you know, I think I'll start a band. Cool. You have some talent. Great. You should uh, have have a band. It's, that's fun. And then on top of that, they're an artist. Oh, they can paint. Wow. But they have all the time to do all that. You know why? They don't have to have a job. And um, yeah, you hear uh, that, uh, Colin Hanks? You can go straight to hell. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go on record right now before we start recording this. I just came up with a brilliant idea. Tell me if this isn't brilliant, Eddie. Space prison. (laughs) (laughs) Coming to CBS this fall. Space prison. Would you watch that? Because I would, you know? I, uh, yeah. I think I think this is all, this is uh, completely behind the scenes podcast only. I wanted to share this with our audience. This is just an idea I had. You know, you you create a spacecraft, and Edward James almost can be the warden if you want, whoever, uh, somebody, uh-huh. and uh, you, you shoot them out into space. There you go, space, space prison. <laughs> Would you? Now it could be it could be half. Uh, it could be reality, but somewhat scripted, like they're are some reality parts, but then there are some scripted parts that you mix in. Uh-huh. And, uh, then you know it, what? I, I, th- I think we can make this happen. Let me get Chuck Lorre on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah, you can write a couple of them, a couple of the episodes. Chuck Lorre. Do you want a guest this? writer? You know, maybe Amy Sherman Palladino from uh, Mrs. Sure. Maisel could uh, step in, you know? And then maybe uh, there's, uh, there's like a futuristic thing, like a space travel space prison thing where they can... Uh, they. St- they learn how I to want the, the, the main uh, character to be played by Angus T. Jones. You know who that is? <laughs> no, I don't. That's the that's the uh, that's the half the kid from Two and a Half Men. <laughs> Angus Angus T. Jones is the kid. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Know. Two and a Half Men. I didn't know that that was his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, as you can see, there are certain things that should be left out of the podcast, and uh, this is it right here. But space prison, think about it. Let me know. Space prison. If you like the idea, just text uh, like a <laughs> rocket ship emoji to 833-HI. It's me. We'd love to know what you think about space prison.
Coming soon to CBS. <laughs> yes. Let's help some people out, Marconi. Ask Moon Killers. And if you have a question for Mood Killers, we will help you answer it. No matter what the topic, send it in. It is moodkillers at stayanal.com. That's our email address, moodkillers at stayanal.com. Mood Killers, what are some fun ways to improve critical thinking skills? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's Stop tough. watching uh, cable news, number one. I, uh, I, is anybody under the age of 50 yeah. watching cable news anymore? I don't really no. know anybody that's uh, watching it other than so. like, your, you know, your dad, not your dad specifically, yeah. but dad. No, he in does. General. Yeah. Yeah. He but, watches one of those cable networks. Yeah. And I don't know. And then, and then there's a, like a whole thing of people that uh, don't like cable news because they were told it was all fake. And so they're anti, but they, then they read blogs that are basically the same thing. So I don't, <laughs> I don't understand that. And I, I, you know, how do you improve critical thinking skills that mm -hmm. I think that is a big problem in America. And I, I, how, I think maybe you, you start to take in information from multiple sources. You, yeah. you form an opinion and you don't let other people decide what your thoughts are. You, that's make the your hardest own part. Start with small things. Cause Start like, with small you know, things like cake. Like flavors. if you want to workshop yeah. an idea in group chat, you know, and you, you, you put it out there, like, say you have an idea like space prison. And then uh, what do you got? Your thoughts. And then you, and then you get everyone. Oh, I don't know. That might be a great one. And then Eddie will jump in and go, Hey, that sounds next fall on CBS. It'd be fantastic. Let's do it. Yeah. And let's go pitch Chuck it to Lord, the network. Got him, on, got him on the phone. And, and, uh -huh. uh, and then you, the, then, you know, I think, you just have to listen to the right people, you know, trusted people, not uh, a news media outlet necessarily, but a person that you know, like, you know, say, well, and that's hard too, because sometimes people you trust and know, they're yeah. whack jobs now. So I, I don't know what to I do. Know. I know. I, I it, it is hard these days, isn't it? There's, you know, this one we're going to have to come back to. Uh, let's think about it more. I think it's too late for <laughs> critical Thinking. Yeah, I think it's too late. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, mood killers. What advice did you give to somebody who wants to improve their public speaking skills? Well, uh, you first got to change your name to Ellie. I think uh, because I, ah, that, yes. if you change your name to Ellie, people will be like, "Oh, uh, Ellie, all right, great." And then that throws them off just enough to where it gives you that advantage of like a two and a half second time to think of more things to say. And, um, uh, you know, and then if you switch up your name in the middle and they don't notice, call them on it and you've got the advantage, you know? And also what I, <laughs> what I like to say is before you go to give a speech, microwave some, like, uh, some sushi and the, uh, the, the, like some salmon in the microwave there at the right. work. Warm kitchen. sushi is delicious. Uh, and uh -huh. because it'll smell and it'll throw people off and they'll be like, what the hell is that smell? And then they won't care if your speech sucks. Yeah, and, and you know, you yeah, you always have to try to win over the audience before you even start speaking. I think is a good thing too. So maybe uh, pass out hands handfuls of gravy before the speech even starts. Oh, you know, I used to watch uh, people all, the Late Show with David yeah. Letterman. He used to pass out hams to the entire audience. See, so, there you go. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to get them on your side before you even get to the the topic at hand. What about a burrito so, cannon? I've always wanted to shoot a burrito cannon yeah. into an audience. You know? And, yeah. Or yeah, a hot dog I, I think cannon. So. 
and have people actually yeah. open their mouths and accept the hot dog as it flies through the yeah. air. Yeah. Uh, mood killers. How do you set boundaries with friends and family? <laughs> oh <laughs> God. It's not easy. Cause you know, they, uh, they don't really understand it a lot of times. Sometimes the, some of them will respect it though. And so, but I think you do it. You just do it. You yeah. do it politely and then you stick to it and then you don't feel bad. I think that's the, that's the point where people fail with boundaries is they feel bad. Then they go back on them. You can't do that part. I've never felt bad in my life. And I'll tell you why, <laughs> because I, I don't, I don't think of it as like, um, my, what I do isn't up to them. It's up to me. And if, right. if they don't like it, then uh, they don't like me. And, uh, you know, so uh, yeah. I just stay away completely. We are helping people out. Ask Killers. Not only are we answering your questions, no matter the topic, but we are also doing this segment as a community service uh, oh. thing that we have to do because of a court case. Remember that? Oh, gosh. I almost forgot. Uh, yeah. It's like 72 hours or yeah. something like that we have, we owe. Yeah, and these segments are only four minutes long, so we're going to be doing this for a very long time. <laughs> we're never, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's never going to be over. Yes. Mood killers, how do you deal with failure? Mm. <laughs> You're looking at it right here. You start a show. <laughs> yeah, you, you start a podcast or a radio show. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, you just uh, blabber into the mic. And uh, and then you just hope for the best. I mean, you come up really. with great ideas, is what I do. <laughs> you know, like uh, like for instance, like a space prison. Yeah, like I was uh, having a down <laughs> time in my life, and suddenly I came up with the idea of a show called Space Prison, and that changed everything. <laughs> now that's what that's when your life turned around. And before you know it, CBS picked it up, and oh. Chuck Lorre is finally returning your phone calls. Dear God, but, if you yeah. could uh, if you could yeah. see <laughs> the lavish lifestyle I lead now, all because of Space Prison. Yeah, yeah, you're you're like uh, the new uh, the new TV mogul because of that show. They sure. want to know what you're going to be developing next. I mean, you're you a co-creator, Eddie. You were there in the very first time I thought of it. So, I mean, you're living lavish too. Don't don't be humble. Space prison. And, you know, space prison wouldn't be possible without uh, the talented actor Angus T. Jones. Oh, isn't so he great in it? Oh, he really does yeah, do it a lot. Angus T. Jones. And Edward James uh, Almost <laughs> as the warden. <laughs> yeah, space warden. The cantankerous uh, warden. Yep. Uh, mood killers, how do you become more assertive? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, Eddie, uh, the one thing I learned about uh, doing a show with yeah. you is we trade uh, the lead hosting deal, which is unlike yeah. most radio shows. You know, most people... Yeah, usually they designate one person to be the lead, and then the other person just sits and, there and, and, yeah. And I don't know. And maybe it's to our detriment. Maybe we shouldn't do that, maybe. but I don't care. I have more fun sharing the uh, the the hosting with you than I've ever had you in my life. Some some radio programmer is going to tell us to stop doing it like this one day. I just know it's going to happen. <laughs> I know it's going to be the and first note. Why do you guys trade off like, so much? Why do you? Uh, why yeah. isn't somebody there leading? <laughs> I need one person to yeah. be the the to be driving the bus here. We can't have two people driving the bus. I mean, I can't believe that cooks in the kitchen after uh, the failure of radio that anybody's left that has any thought that they might have a better idea than us. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Uh, I hope that answers your question on how to be more assertive. <laughs> Mood killers, um, how do you become more organized? Oh, God. 
Well, you know what I do, uh, Eddie? I set a timer. <laughs> 25 uh, minute timer. And then Right. And then I take uh, I do my work, I 25 minute break, and then I go back to 25 minutes more work. And uh and that really seems to help me get more done in my day of being organized. And I think uh, focusing you spend that way. The majority of your day setting and turning off timers, really. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little bit of an over, <laughs> oversight on my organizational skills, but look, <laughs> it helps. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, we hope that we helped out a few people out there. And uh, if you have questions, we'll answer them right here on the show. Email anytime moodkillers at stayanal.com. Ask Mood Killers. Let me help you with your butt needs.